from what I know of Snoop, I've met him once. I, I smoked weed with him one time. Am I allowed to say that on your podcast? Did you really? Oh my freaking goodness. Hello, <laughs> Michelle here with The Fuel Pod. First episode, actually. Can we just take a second to address that? Okay, we're done. Today I have my neighbor, good friend, Tom Terrell on the podcast in episode uno. He's probably the most interesting person I've ever met. And I'm not just saying that. You're gonna be like, wow, he has a lot of stories to tell. But I specifically wanted to have him on the pod because he has been a chef as well as a really amazing musician. He's toured all over the world with rapper Goat Nas. He's been on Broadway. He's honestly done absolutely everything, which you will see. But his life as a chef, he is an amazing cook and he always has the best recommendations on how to jazz up your food to make it taste better. All right, let's just get right into it. We're gonna start off drinking a little bit of red wine. What are we drinking? Oh, we'll tell you. Okay, so 19 Crimes, we're doing the Cali Red. It's the Snoop Dogg one. Have you okay. tried 19 Crimes? I haven't. Okay. Uh, what is that referring to, do you think? Um, It says on the back, I can tell you. But basically, oh. you can get an app and it talks to you. The wine bottle talks to you. Mm -hmm. Snoop Dogg Does talks to you. Does his mouth move? Yep. On the wine bottle. Yeah. Wow. I'll okay. show you it after. I think. Wait, it's just are we about... gonna take a guess on what nineteen means before we look? I've already read it, but oh, you can. Okay. Do you want to guess? Uh, I mean, from what I know of Snoop, I've met him once. I, I smoked weed with him one time. Am I allowed to say that on your podcast? Did you really? Am I allowed to? Say you. <laughs> There's no rules on this podcast. Are yeah, you yeah. kidding? Did you really? <laughs> Yeah. That's such a good podcast. So, to say. what? It's like, can I, can I cuss on Yeah, can, can, I, say, can I, I say I smoked the marijuana? I did. Yeah, and so, uh. Is this why Tom's on my is, podcast? This is quintessential Snoop Dogg. Everywhere he goes, there's just a guy with a giant bag of the ganja marijuana <laughs> following him, as is a puff of cloudy smoke following him. So that's why 19 Crimes has to be related to some sort of possession thing or. But maybe he's just like above the law, actually, now I think about it, you know? like I think you're going to like the know. answer. Okay. Also, what, the guy just carries around like a backpack? Yeah, he's known as uh, Snoop's weed guy. That's what they call him? And he has his own hotel room everywhere they travel, because it just smells like crazy wherever he goes, this guy. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Is this and when so, you were touring with Nas? Yeah, we opened for Snoop, and uh, the Roots played. It was at, Oh, it was at the Madden Bowl that we were talking about a few few days ago. It was the, the week of them of the... Um, Super Bowl years ago. This must have been 2012, years ago. 2013. Oh, okay. And so we were oh backstage. Some party with with the Roots, with Nas, and with Snoop Dogg headlining. We're, we're drinking backstage. We tell the guy, his name's Horace because he's giant. We're like, Horace, can we meet Can we meet Snoop? We all went to Polly. Like, we're his, we could, like, connect. And he's like, he would love to, to know you guys went to Polly. So Horse. we went over and talked to him and talked to Polly, and he loved it. So and shared his, his blunt with us. It was giant. Oh, I bet it was huge. I, I can't remember anything after that. <laughs> well, you can, you take five milligrams of an edible and you're I like know, passed out. I know. That's an epic experience. Okay, the only so story the is, the answer is, it uh, tells the true story of rule breakers who beat all the odds, overcome adversity, and then went on to become heroes in their society. Makes sense. There's 19 of them? I guess. Okay, all right. I don't know why it's called 19, actually. Yeah. Anyway, cheers. Cheers. Uh, Ooh, thank you. That was a nice, nice tone. That was nice. Do you like these wine glasses? Did you just get these? Yeah, I did. Yeah, these are nice. Amazon, baby. The shape. 
I love this. That's why I got it. They weren't even She's that expensive. Nice shape. Yeah. Yeah. Curvy. Yeah. <laughs> do you like it? I do actually. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. a red blend. Yeah, I dig it. I mean, there's this um, Snoop Dogg cutout in Vons right now. I don't know if you've okay. seen it. No, I, I haven't. In um, this Vons right over here. In that Vons, yeah. What's he doing? Just like a cutout board of him. It's marketing. But is he? Yeah, but is he like advertising? Oh, just yeah, he's what? advertising this wine. Oh. Okay. And so it got me. It, like after a yeah, month, yeah. I'm like, I need it. Is it like now. life size Snoop? Like it's life size. I think he's pretty tall, right? Six five, I'd say. He's six. Oh, he's a basketball guy, right? Is he six five? That's tall. We, we got our facts guy out here. It's like yeah, James we got Sam there. in the background. <laughs> I think Snoop is six two. Oh, yeah, I'll go four. Six four. Six, six four. Yeah. Do you think Nas will listen to this podcast? No, but he did win a Grammy yesterday. So shout out to Nas. His first shout Grammy. Shout out, Nas. That's his first Grammy. Out of out of all his years. Yeah. What was the category? Best rap album. Shut up. Every time he's gotten nominated, it's, it was like when Drake sold the Jillian records, or like it's just bad timing and. Yeah, true. Really That's a hard category. It's a hard category. You Drake wins sense. probably everything. Can I, if I, okay. Yeah, you're the background, yeah. You, Are yeah. you able to send him a congratulatory uh, message? I should. Wait on something like that? Ma- yeah, do you, would you play it cool? I don't know. Like Tom, you're the one that knows him. That's huge. Yeah, you should I probably send him like a text, have, right? I'll get him liquored up, and then he'll send a text to Nas. Like a virtual... A basket of fruit or something, you know. Oh, oh, you can send them like a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay. So we're here. I'm with my friend Tom. We yeah. basically have been quarantining with him. He lives down the street. He's Sam, my boyfriend's really good friend from growing up junior high, elementary school. Pre, yeah, yeah. Pre? Preschool? Yeah. Uh, T-ball. T-ball. Okay, so you've known Sam forever, and I got yeah. to know you over the past handful months year maybe i'm not really sure this happened a year ago yeah i've really gotten to know you this last year and you're one of my favorite people in the entire Uh, world i don't know why i stopped talking (laughs) because i'm really serious really fast (laughs) but i love you and you're really cool and i'm really glad i got to know you cheers again i love you thank you so i was kind of putting together an intro for you okay because i mean today i wanted to have you here and the main thing i want to talk about with you is you were a chef and we're going to talk a little bit more about yourself before we get into this, but I want to know what I can do to my meals mm-hmm. to jazz them up to taste better. Wow. Because Sam, okay, I posted this on my Instagram story the other day. You're not on Instagram, so you didn't see it. But if I don't make a balanced enough dinner or dinner uh-huh. that doesn't taste good enough to Sam, he'll make a piece of toast. And I always use that as the basis of if I made a good enough dinner or not. If the toast comes out. If the toast pops out of the toaster, yeah. it wasn't good enough for Sam. Okay. And now he feels this pressure of like having to hide the toast for me. So he'll like make it when I'm in the bathroom. Well, he feels the pressure. Well, you feel the pressure too. He feels the pressure to hide it for me, I think. Okay. I don't feel any pressure to hide it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Good. Anyway, that's my background. We'll come, we'll loop around back to that because okay. you have already taught us so many good things when it comes to being in the kitchen, like breading okay. chicken, for instance. Huh. Yeah. Wild. Even though I failed to do that the last Fantastic. couple times I was here, but you know. No. Little well, tricks. You're right. There are little things I've picked up, yes. And maybe you can give Sam more tips on it. He doesn't fully cook it once it's been breaded, so we take a bite of the chicken. It just tastes like flour. It's going to be a giant Sam. Like, Love you, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like... Well, the reason I initially wanted you on the pod, since yeah. you know we're talking mm. health, wellness, fitness, we're yeah. drinking a little bit, and we're being honest, and we're just going for it. Yeah. That's one of the reasons. But yeah. When I was kind of starting out planning a little bit, I was coming up with an intro for you. I actually want to hear how you introduce yourself to someone that doesn't know you, because I think that'd be fascinating. So you're in an elevator. 
elevator pitch status. Someone's like, I think I want to hire you, Tom. Just for any generic role. You don't know what it is. Who are you? Wow. Okay. I am curious. I play like the dumb guy in the room and use that as my advantage wherever I go. I try to at least. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, it takes a certain amount of courage, I guess, and not being afraid of looking dumb or like you don't know anything. Maybe it's a lack of ego or something. I just don't really mind being that guy. But what it does is it sets you up to like just absorb things and learn things. And it's an advantageous position for me. I don't know anything about anything. I'm just going to ask all the questions because I just feel like then then we can go anywhere from there. So I can I can study under this cook and learn his techniques. I can, you know, learn a new a new career like teaching a couple years ago or, you know, just adapt in certain situations. That's what I am. I'm a chameleon. I adapt to the situation. Yeah. And whatever you need, I'm going to adapt. I'm going to learn it. I'm going to adapt and uh, thrive. Okay, I'm amazed because you haven't heard my intro and my intro yeah. to the podcast that I made, just like kind of introducing what it is. It. She's right. Yeah, it's only six minutes and it's really bad. Don't oh, listen to it. Geez. But basically I say, I'm curious and that's yeah. why I want to start this podcast. So what? the fact that you just said that in your first sen- no like, little sentence there, it, it's wow. perfect. It really fits. Some people describe me as curious. Odds. It makes more sense. I don't know. What are the odds? But also, you're also really humble, which is another point I was going to hit on in my intro for you. And I knew that you wouldn't say a lot of things of what you've done and who you are. I have to pull things out of well, you to get to know you. It's not about what I've done. It's 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 what you said. The second part It's who you are, and it's just like the the curiosity, the the, the drive, like your motivations. What it motivates you. I think that's I'm the already bigger, pumped up the right now. Question. I think you're also a really intelligent person. You know every single. Wait, hold on. I got this. You know every. I'm so dumb. Okay. <laughs> You got it. Okay, you know every capital of every country, country. in the world. Right. Well, as of 2013, there were 205 sovereign nations, meaning like Greenland doesn't count because Denmark owns it. Okay. You know, Puerto Rico is owned by the United States. So the, these are, I'm talking about like a full-on nations that have their own governments. So yeah. what's the capital of Egypt? That's definitely going to be Cairo. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Okay. One more. One more. Just to show the people that you're actually legit. Yeah. Let's um, see. What's the capital of? Help, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> we know the capital of that one running documentary. Oh, South Sudan. South Sudan. Is that Juba or Ramsiel? I. We don't know. Yeah. We got. <laughs> just looked at it. You it said. Juba. Juba. Why yeah. do you know that? I don't know. That's you, amazing. You got it. This is now your thing. So once you have yeah. a thing, you have to continue with it. Well. But there's certain things that just happen seemingly naturally. Like, you don't have to try that hard, and they just happen. I believe everyone has some a few of those things. Could That's be anything. true. Could be gardening. Could be uh, stone throwing. Like, like skipping like, it. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. I got you. I got you. I mean, I'm... Some people are just good at them. I'm supposed to be humble on this podcast, but I can get, like, 20 of those skips if I throw it hard enough. Oh, yeah. I can, it's all I can about see the that. Angle. It's all about the angle. And the flat rock. And, and the flat perfect rock. rock. You got to show me a good rock for it. Okay. I, I, I try to be good. When I'm not good at something, this is where I struggle. Okay. And this podcast is also about being honest. I am really bad at doing something when I'm not the best at it. I'm really bad at pushing myself and I'm trying to get better at this. I'm really yeah. trying to push myself to do things that I'm not good at so yeah. I can excel in different areas instead of only excelling yeah. in areas that I'm good at. I totally understand. Do you? Yeah, it sucks to suck, you know? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does suck to suck. But I mean, it's almost kind of like... And you're a competitive person. What do you say, though? 
good luck don't suck before they play their instruments. No. Oh. Yeah, you you say, say that? <laughs> you have a line. This is your signature life. No. Uh, this is your life. Oh my god. A, you don't know your signature line? Oh, here we go. All right. How's your Swahili? Are you are you pretty fluent in Swahili? Oh my no. gosh, my mom says that line. What? No wait, it's different. No, she says, are you speaking Swahili? No way. I just say like, how well are you speaking Swahili? I'm terrible. Why is that? Oh, well, I've never spoke Swahili. Well, there you go. Okay. It's, it's all about number of hours you put into it, right? That's like, true. You yeah. get in what you get out. Wait, you get out what you right? get in. So if someone says they suck, I say, well, how many times have you done this? Three times and you've given up? Well, guess what? It took MJ a gajillion times to... True. Perfect that I shot. mean, for you to get on Broadway, it probably yeah. wasn't just your first audition, I too. I a lot of notes on my way to getting to Broadway, yes. So how did true. you get to Broadway? So, backing up, Tom played on Broadway. Did you play trumpet? The trumpet and the piano, we know, whatever needed, yep. Whatever needed. So you're kind of like a man of all, what's the word? You're multifaceted Fitting. when it comes to music. Wherever you need to fit in, yeah. or, is that what or you're a chameleon. Yeah. yeah, like you said earlier. So Chameleonaire. Actually... You're a chameleonaire. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> It's not a rapper. I'm going to be a thousandaire one day when I grow up. Yeah, no, the uh, the magic show called The Illusionists hired our band to write the music for the show because they were just starting out. I didn't know you wrote the music. It's the same producers that did this Michael Jackson tribute show that we played on. So when they decided they were going to create this new magic show, they already knew us, called us up. Hey, you guys, you guys are fun and young and hip. <laughs> young you <know>? and hip? <laughs> yeah. How old were you? Uh, 25 years young. Wow, so you were young. Yeah. Isn't that really young for Broadway? Oh, well, the magic show started in in Sydney, Australia at the Sydney Opera House. Okay. And then of went around the world and was just gaining, gaining, and then finally, like, had enough clout to go to Broadway. Got it. Shattered ticket sales for magic shows on Broadway and, like, did really well for a couple seasons. So, yeah, it took us a while to get there, and we got there and did some other ones at West End and London and stuff, and, like some big venues and super lucky. I mean, it was just, we were just playing a gig and this guy was like, we're starting a magic show. We're like, okay, that sounds interesting. Turns out magicians are the same as musicians. They're just nerds that just have to sit in the room and work on their craft all, yeah, musicians. When I was younger, I wanted to be a magician really yeah. badly. I feel like this whole conversation is like you saying this elaborate thing and then me adding like really, really dumb no. like, <laughs> rhetoric in the background. Or what yeah, when I was thinking, would... <laughs> you know, like this is what everyone was thinking. No, no one was going to say this, but I really wanted to be really? a magician when I, I was younger. I kids like are super fascinated by magic and probably want to. I, maybe. I had yeah. a magic set. The thing about magicians, not musicians, magicians magic. they have to practice just as much as musicians. However, they have this charisma thing that they have to have. They have to have the ability to connect with their audience. A musician doesn't necessarily have that. You can be a sideman. You can be in the back of the orchestra. You can be kind of a weird recluse or something. But like, now magicians are running the show. They're on stage or the people that are surrounding them you have to like have this human like eq thing going on so, so when you were with nas yeah did you have a big role in front of the audience like did you have to engage the no. audience or was that like no, no, no. All that wasn't him? my role my role was hit the horn on the certain cues add a little flavor here uh you know <laughs> sprinkle in a little seasoning over here on the trumpet oh the chef is coming into play <laughs> yeah well food and music is the same thing oh that's yeah. poetic i just dropped that Drop that bomb. That's a good segue into <laughs> when were you a chef? 
Because right now yeah. you are actually a high school music teacher. Yeah. Is that your title? Yes. At Jordan High School in Long uh-huh. Beach, California, which is really cool. And the kids there have a lot of talent. And I think it's such a cool fit for you because you're so good with kids too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like all blends together. Right. But when did you fit in being a chef? Yeah. When did that happen? In between gigs. That's <laughs> as simple as that. In between gigs. But yeah, weren't you just touring the world? You were, but that's not like it was 24-7. That was, you know, a three-week tour with, with two weeks off. Okay. You know, you go out for four months and you come home for five months sometimes. It's not a consistent thing. You know, scheduling ha- would have to line up so perfectly that all these gigs just sort of like happen. Um, of course, the high demand gigs, yeah, they're they're in high demand. So there's always, they're always usually traveling. But these, Nas is like a little bit slightly under the top demanded artists. He's, he's a slightly underground, slightly mainstream. He's like in the he middle. He always kept that underground title, I feel did, like. Yeah. So, therefore, he's not really selling out arenas like crazy, nor does he think want to. I think he likes the grungy, like, How do you become the GOAT but still Um, have that underground title? Yeah. Well, that's part of why you're the GOAT, I think. It's just because, like, you get respect from all sides. That's true. You don't sell out, but you're also just not, like, you're just not, you know, eating your hair in a a cardboard box because no one's heard of you. Oh, Um, okay. How did you get a job in between gigs? Okay, so was it hard to find a did no. you do catering? Like, yes, how do you everything. do Okay. I've taken a cooking job in every capacity. How do you go somewhere and say, hey, I'm going to be here for four weeks? Yeah. It's, hire me. I know. It's risky. I wouldn't tell them every time. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> this, this podcast is about truth, right? Yeah, it's truth. Honesty, um, respect. No, I mean, <laughs> Just kidding. The, the, the restaurant Kick industry off my shoes. is such big turnover. Like, the restaurant true industry that. is just like people come and going. Cooks' lives are so crazy that. They may not come back tomorrow because they they oh. got into some trouble or did some yeah. drugs or whatever. Brought the drugs to work. Yeah. I've been in the restaurant industry. I've seen some stuff. Right? But I wasn't a chef. I know, but those guys in the back are like, they don't get paid peanuts and they're just like. It's not fair. Sometimes yeah. I was like, God. I know. They should get paid more for what they're having to put up with. But so yeah. what was your favorite thing? to cook as a chef in a restaurant what kind of restaurant was your forte well i really took to this last big project i had which was the pasta restaurant in santa monica Mm. helped helped them open this concept um called wovo which is the same people as sugarfish have you guys heard of sugarfish yeah the bougie sushi spot yeah but they have like this this model that like just killed you know it's all about making it really approachable and taking the mystique away from um, sushi, just like streamlining it so you're in and out. Mm. The people who own it are just like really smart and so they wa- always wanted to do this pasta concept. The owners are from Bologna, Italy, which is the epicenter of pasta in the whole world. And they figured out how to do it here. Bologna? Yeah. Like Why Bolognese. is it called? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, bol- okay, and that, again, me sounding stupid. I thought <laughs> Bolognese was called Bologna. Oh. And once I was on a date, and they're like, oh, the bolognese. And I was like, um, you're not going to want to call it that. You're going to want to call it bologna? And they're like, yeah. no. And I'm like, yeah. absolutely, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. it didn't work out, to say the least. Yeah, you had a moment of... Yeah. So he, he was from Bologna. Yeah, Bologna. Bologna. And they, okay, yeah. it's keep a, going. Just keep pasta is a religion to these folks, you know, it's been happening for thousands of years, it seems like. So I learned a lot from them, put a lot of time and blood, sweat, and tears into that one. And I took away from that, like, well, I can't just eat regular pasta anymore. Yeah, you make a mean <laughs> pasta at your and house. I, I can't really, yeah. No, that was I mean, the best pasta salmon I've ever had. Well, we left your house damn. full 
content and I felt like I was just birthed into a new life that's the power of food though is because you you actually aren't warmed up for it when it hits your mouth it's an interesting thing because like a lot of times with music shows or even tv you have the previews you have the like you're the build up up. yeah Mm -hmm. and even the frame is there like you know you're here this is what you're doing you know what to expect but like you I mean I guess you smell the food okay never mind I take it back I have had that experience too which is like I have no idea what this is going to be this experience and then it, you put it in your mouth and it's just like, okay, wow. That's what she said. Different. <laughs> so you're really good at pasta. You're really good at Italian. Okay. Yeah. Another side note, I used to pretend that I was Italian growing up because I loved yeah. Italian food. Okay. But I'm not. And also, why did I have to pretend to be you Italian? You pass as an Italian person. I'm just like a white person that I've could eat Italians any white that, mutt thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So are. yeah, I'm Italian. Are we all? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. We're related somehow, you know, from we years ago. Probably are. Yeah. You kind of look like my sister and my dad. There you go. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, what are your go-to's during the week to make at home? Because mm. now you're working at home, and yeah. because of COVID, you're right. having to like look at the screen and teach your students. Sure. Which you know, props you. I don't even know how you do that. Stare at the right. screen all day. Doesn't even. Really- I mean, Sam and I stare at the screen all day, but we're not talking literally every second of the day to your children. Because they don't respond. (laughs) And they don't have to have their cameras on, right? No, 0% have their cameras on. I would lose my mind if I was just talking to a black screen. Or their mics aren't ever on. So it's (sighs) like, I don't hear voices. I don't see faces. I just once in a while see a thing come through the chat thing. That's that's for a later segment. (laughs) Um, Your question was go-tos for the week. Oh yeah, go-tos for the week. Let's talk chicken right now. Okay, let's talk chicken, yeah. Because it's so versatile and so yummy and everyone loves a a good good chicken dish. I got this from my best friend guy, dude named Richard V. He's uh, a chef as well. And uh, he's Chinese, so he grew up, his grandma... The grandma like just passed away. She was like 102. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. She used to make this chicken noodle soup and he taught it to me one day and it's like so simple. Is this so the secret good. to live to 102? This is the secret. Okay. Let's you hear take it. A big Everybody pot listen. Of, you take a pot of, um, a pot. Okay. Wow. I'm really a, sounding a really professional right now. <laughs> take a whole chicken. A whole, like a whole chicken. The whole Raw? Thing. I'm sorry, wait, yes. no, 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 no. Yes, Frozen or, no. or room temperature? Room temp. Okay, we need or, all the details, cool. Tom. Like, it, can, it can be cool to the touch. Cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, so get the naked. giblets out. Get, get everything from the inside out. Give it a rinse if you want. Okay. Throw in a, in a tall, giant pot and add water so it's covering for a couple inches. Do you keep the giblets? I kind of do because I like to make gravy, liver pate. Yeah. Oh, God. But that's liver that is advanced. A lot of iron in that. Oh yeah, that's true. That's so, true. That's iron. And women runners, especially need, women endurance athletes, are usually iron deficient. Chicken liver pate. Wow. Okay. We'll very talk about that rich, recipe very later. Very decadent. And uh, the oh. duck liver pate is illegal, but it's illegal. Yeah, foie gras is illegal. In I've had foie gras. I know. In like, Oregon, it comes in and out. I had it in Oregon. It's off the list. On the list. Yeah. Is it illegal in Oregon? No, no, not at all. Most of ours come from Oregon, I think. Why is it illegal? Well, you stuff feed or for them. the giblets? You force feed them for a long time until they get really fat. Their livers get fat. Oh. They, it's pretty terrible, actually. Okay, so okay, chickens, so no duck liver. You throw the chicken in the pot, fill it with water. I like to do some seasoning here, but you actually don't have to season anything. You bring that thing to a slow boil. And then you just start to kind of skim the little... There's, like, bubbles that come to the surface. They're, like, impurities. Okay. Um, 
There's a this word that poaching? I'm going to say. Is this poaching? Actually, yeah, this is poaching. Okay, but what's yeah. the word that you're going to say? I shoot, I interrupted. There's a terrible the word time. that it's called scud. It's not that bad. It just it sounds like poop for food, though. So it's you not, you, okay. you skim off the scud off the surface, which comes up from impurities in the in the chicken and bones and weird stuff like fat and stuff. What's so it look like? It's just foamy and white. It sounds like collagen. Uh, no, because. Collagen manifests slightly differently. Yeah, it comes out later in the mouthfeel, the viscosity of the broth. But right now, like, we're just getting rid of the top layer of, like... Just the scud. Scud, yeah. Impurities, we'll call it. Welcome to Long Beach. <laughs> Stand by. For, uh, Stand by. Whoever that siren was for, I hope they're okay. That's all I want to say. The chicken. Back to the chicken. Get rid of that stuff. So we're poaching it. it we're taking it... off the impurities. The impurities, spud. Right. The scud. Scud. The stud. It just makes what? it a nicer broth, a more clear broth. It's just nicer. Ooh. Okay, so, so we're actually having chicken broth in yeah, the chicken soup. exactly. The chicken is in the water, flavoring the water, making a chicken broth. And this process takes about an hour. Okay. Which isn't very long to make tasty broth. You know, if you make bone broth, that's going to take 8 to 12 hours. That long? At this point, you know, you can leave it as is. I would start to flavor it with more Chinese flavors like anise, star anise. You know. Uh, yeah! I. Yep. Weird, I was texting somebody about that spice the other day. Beautiful Shout out, Claire. Spice. Random. Coriander, uh, maybe some ginger or shallot. Just like the basic Asian flavors. Um, okay. Take the chicken out. Maybe let this uh, soup reduce a little bit. Is the chicken fully cooked at this point? Yeah, definitely. So let it kind of cool off. Let it steam away in a little basket or a bowl somewhere. Okay. The broth is, is like coming together. It's getting flavored. You might want to add some salt or adjust it. White yeah. pepper. White pepper. We talked about this the other day. Yeah. I said, is this albino pepper? And it you said... smells like your grandmother's purse. And I said, why would you want to use that? <laughs> Sometimes you need it. It's I mean, it's yeah. a grandmother's chicken noodle soup. So you use yeah, the white pepper. Exactly. And then maybe soy sauce. So we got the broth. We're going Asian with this, but you don't have to at this point, really. But we're going to use rice noodles because they're really fast, easy to cook. Mm. Yeah, they are. They cook fast. So fast. And they're they're cheap. So do you cook them separately or cook them in the broth? I actually cook them separately. Okay. Because I don't want them to cloud the broth up. I like the broth nice and clear. I see that. So yeah, we're going to slice up some of our chicken. We're going to slice up some raw onion, really small and thin. Ooh, white onion? White yellow onion? onion. Okay, white, white onion. is great for this application. Great. Some like celery maybe? Or is that not going to work for this recipe? Why not? Yeah. Okay, let's throw it out. I think this is, this is open-ended. Any other vegetables? I usually put in bean sprout, like if I'm going full Asian flavor profile here, bean sprouts, Okay. lots of herbs like mint and cilantro. Tom will randomly just say something, say something with an accent. Just, I usually let it go, but yeah, not today. Time, yeah. <laughs> the cilantro. Cilantro. Maybe even some, some greens, some lettuce and things like that, darker mm. leafy greens. Oh, leafy greens. I love that. A little bit more iron, too, from the leafy greens. Like, get throw, some... Yeah. No one throws those in soups in America. But I Asia, just threw some in my chili. Good, good. Oh, did you? <laughs> it's going to be the sound bite. <laughs> and a big thing, too, just to add this in, yeah. a tip that I like to give to runners and just athletes in general is just, like, try to throw some leafy greens wherever you can. Yeah. Everywhere. Except for like dessert or like if you really don't right. want it. But if you can mask it in a smoothie or a yeah. soup or on the bottom of a bowl. Oh, yeah. Just put it there. If you're sauteing some other veggies, throw them in. Ooh. Can you saute the leafy greens before you throw them in? Before you throw them in what? Yeah, I the soup. throw them in the saute pan. Oh, so you're sauteing yeah. it before you put oh, it in the, in the I soup. thought you were saying no, just no, no, throw no. it in raw. Sorry. We like were... raw dog it. 
That's exactly what I meant. But in this application... Which application? The chicken soup? Actually, we're sort of on two different things right now. Not the chili. Might have to edit this part. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, they're following. The, the soup... Actually, I don't throw anything in leafy until I'm serving it in my bowl. I just put it on top. Got it. For the, it look, It's like a garnish yeah. thing. Look up like Vietnamese soups. Oh, I have a they, great picture in my head. They, they throw in like tons of lettuce on top. I love that. Yeah, it's tasty. It's crunchy. And it keeps the fiber. Yeah, well, I guess it would keep the fiber onions. no matter what. Oh, green onion. You green onion. You have to. Yeah, the yeah. green part or the white part of it? All parts. I love green all parts of it. Can you eat yeah. the top of it where it gets like kind of like leafy? Yeah, absolutely. So you make soup during the week? Twice a week, three times a week. Okay, twice, three times a week. My loves soup. Oh, she does. She does. Kira. soup. Shout out. Okay. Lo- uh, yeah, because soup is great too because I never do this which maybe I'm calling myself out, but you can freeze it. Oh, yeah. Right? We never get that far. It always gets consumed. <laughs> Same. But, yeah. I made, not to like, you know, talk up my chili. There you go. Which I, you're going to give me tips on how to amplify the flavor, and I already think I know what this I did part wrong. part of our podcast where I'm going to do a you're gonna, test? Oh, yeah, you should. Test? Okay, oh, that'd cool. be really good. Let's I'll go it. get your bowl. Okay. I've been go. doing a, a, a chowder pretty often right lately, mm. too, in the colder weather. Do you blend potatoes? I keep potatoes cubed up, but I blend the corn. Oh, you blend the corn. With cream and a little bit of chicken stock. And it gets a nice creamy texture. And that, along with if you got some seafood on hand, frozen shrimp, maybe if you got some clams fresh. What do you do when it's frozen? Do you just throw it into the soup or do you have to cook it before? No, no, I just... Because shrimp doesn't take that long to cook, right? No, no. Three minutes max. Don't cook shrimp more than three minutes or it turns to rubber. Unless you like eating rubber, then cook it for oh, 30 minutes. That's You're going to get really mad at me for cooking eggs. What? Speaking of rubber. What? <laughs> PRB. Love it. Okay, so I just gave the Tom some of my chili. Be careful. I don't want you to burn your mouth. You know what you're doing. No, I mean, I appreciate that. You know what you're doing. You're, you're good. <laughs> You've been here before. So this is the this is the moment where I taste this. This is the moment where you taste it and you tell me what's missing. Holy hotness! Mm-mm. It's delicious. No, it it's not. Anything. It needs. I didn't what put any need? chili powder in it. How did you make chili without chili powder? I didn't put any chili powder. No, but you put. It needs like it needs like a red pepper flake. Did you put cumin in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I thought it's called cumin. Uh, is it called cumin? The jur the jury's out. I have no. I don't think it's. I need to call it whatever you call it. Why? Because then people will take me more seriously. Is it Nike or is it Nike? This is delicious. This is fantastic. Is it actually okay? No, we didn't really like it that much. It's only okay because you put a lot of cheese on top. Well, okay, fine. Let's critique it. And I'm not offended because well, I don't care. I followed a recipe online, which is the weird part. I mean, I maybe I'm just hungry, but this is great. <laughs> did you did you cook... What did you cook first? The beef? Okay, so I sauteed red pepper and did, onion. Did you very salt s- those things? When I, you yeah, them? I put okay. a lot of salt in it, which I'm confused. Yeah. But I think you're right. You it's should add some salt. A little, a little uh, bland. The depth of flavor is not being highlighted, and salt would do that. Salt would highlight its flavors. Okay, I was scared I was putting too much salt. Well, some people just dump salt, and then it just tastes like salt water. Yeah, I was doing it throughout the we process. Need, yeah, that's what that Blue depth. Apron taught me. Good to Thank salt you. all the time. Good, yes. Because I used to not salt until the end, which is yeah. Then it tastes like pure salt. It's mm-hmm. like you want to develop the flavor yeah. by adding the salt. salt I see. Enhances. I know what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm just kidding. No, it's perfect. Yeah, I don't know. It just needs some spice. How about it needs some like onion? A hit. A little raw onion. Or just any kind. You've never cooked it in there. Oh, I did. I sauteed it. Okay. A lot of it. Garlic. 
only a few cloves. Yeah. I feel like I could have thrown in some cloves to the crock pot. Are these chilies right here? These green things? There's no chilies in it. So what is this? What is this green thing? Oh, spinach. Oh, spinach. <laughs> spinach. Okay, so I didn't put any chili in the chili. I think I missed a key ingredient. But this could be a non-chili chili. Why don't we just call it a bean soup? Is it chile or is it? Okay. Um, <laughs> I like your bean soup. Thank you. Yeah. It's not good. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you transitioning here. I'm gonna tell you how I make breakfast, and you're gonna tell me what's wrong with my process. So on any given morning, uh-huh. okay, that's not true. On some mornings, sure. I will wake up. I'm in a rush. I'm on my computer. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, cool. I want to make some food. I have a 10-minute window, five-minute window, sure. And so I go to the kitchen. I turn on the heat to high. I put down a little, what do you call it? Butter? No, the pan. So a skillet. I put down a pan, a yeah. skillet. I put a little bit of olive oil or butter if I really want to go for it. Yeah, right. It's on high. I'm already regretting it. I throw a couple eggs, maybe some egg whites, but mostly eggs on there. Wait, wait, wait. It's cooking too fast. Okay. I get really upset, but I'm still going. And then What's I'm like, your aim? shoot. Do you scramble eggs, fried eggs? What's your Scramble, aim? always. I get really mad at myself because I forgot to put spinach in it because I like cooking the spinach first. Yeah. Or the veggies first. So I'm like, shoot. So I run to the fridge. I pull out spinach. I throw it on the pan. I mix it all together. And then I cook it until it gets rubbery because I cooked it on high. Uh, Salt and pepper. High is not your problem. I always cook my eggs on high. What? Except I thought that was a problem. slow scramble. That's, yeah. Which is a different thing than what you're describing. You're, you're, you're describing a scramble. Which can be done on high, but no, it would have been nice to have that sautéed spinach prior. Okay. Because the eggs will cook in 30 seconds. Yeah. I think I'm scared. I didn't eat eggs growing up. I just didn't like them. And they still kind of freaked me out until my adulthood. And now I eat eggs a lot. And I think I'm scared of eating them not cooked. So I always overcooked my scrambled eggs. Which is like a cardinal sin. Yeah. And remember, like, once it comes off the the pan onto your plate it's still cooking that mm. residual the residual steam and heat it's so i actually take my eggs off when they're slightly runny actually uh watery <clears throat> scrambled eggs like if we're in a scramble it doesn't look quite right but okay. then by the time you sit down and eat it it's is like perfect. hardened mm-hmm. so your eggs trauma i understand that owen's the same way as if it looks watery. me and the eight-year-old again <laughs> <laughs> having a lot in common <laughs> I didn't plan that. Sorry. <laughs> do you want me to give you like a step-by-step, play-by-play? What do you, what would you add to them? Like, would garlic be yes. good? So the first thing I would throw down is butter and garlic or olive butter oil and garlic. And, garlic. and then like 20 to 30 seconds later, your spinach goes in. And then okay. a minute later, your eggs go in. Okay. And you're just moving it the whole time. You're moving stirring. it the whole time. Uh, I would pre-beat the eggs. Okay. My roommate called me out for pre-beating them once and I felt so offended that I just go straight to the pan now. What was your roommate's angle? I don't understand. She's like, why are you doing that? And I said, I don't know. It helps with, uh, it's called, um, what is it called? Emulsifying. Uh, colloids. Yeah. Emulsifying. Exactly. <laughs> is that actually That's the word? That's actually the word. Okay. It's a perfect word. Great. The whites and the yolks. The whites are water and the yolks are fat. We know that water yes. and fat, they don't like each other unless you emulsify, meaning like use force. Got it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we mix them together first, now we don't have to worry about it in the pan. When you get in the pan, the heat, the other stuff in there, it's not enough space to really mix and they don't emulsify. That's why you get these white chunks over here that are Yeah, I want the integration. Okay. Do you add any cheese or a topper? Yeah, if I'm feeling that, yeah. Okay, what Definitely. do you add? I'll take a block of parm. Oh. And just grate that over the top. <laughs> Relax. Okay, a block of parm. Yeah, we just grate that over the top, you know? Okay, so you're not like a Mexican blend kind of guy? 
Sure, that's, what is that, cheddar and jack or something? I would shred any of that stuff over it, yeah, or use the pre-shred, yeah. Nice. It's convenient, yeah, for sure. Some avocado? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throw that on top. What kind of carb do you like to add with it? Toast. Toast? For breakfast? Yeah, that's just classic to me. Because then the eggs go on top of the toast, and you can just have a vessel to get it all up there. That's what I like. I like a vessel. And We've been doing those tortillas. In an ideal world, we'd have breakfast burritos every day of our lives. We do that sometimes. Well, then you're living the dream. Okay, but... As far, he, as far as I'm concerned, I had one this morning, and it was a great day really because good. of it. Yeah. yeah, it does make Instantly. the day better. Unless you eat too much of it, and then you regret it. Instant regret. I've never had that problem, but yeah. You poop right after a burrito. How Am I wrong? You know that? How you I know. That? <laughs> I know I'm right. They're not supposed to know that. And they're fine. What do you eat for lunch most days? Ramen. Really? On you like make I it? Said, soup is a big thing at our place. Uh, in the colder months now, especially. Um, yeah, no, we buy the Costco ones actually. Pop ramen? No, no, it's like a bag of Japanese style tonkatsu ramen. Okay. It has a packet of the flavoring, which is like the powder of. Is it top ramen like top ramen? Excuse me. Is this like top ramen? I. I don't know. Top what? ramen is like the classic packets, the cup, right? Like, yeah. Oh, the, or like the just packet. like the packets. <clears throat> yeah, but this is on a much higher quality level. Okay, that's good to know. Maybe we should buy that. They're inexpensive. They come in a green box, and I boil an egg. So the the process goes like this: I put my two cups of water on, I let that come to a boil, I drop the egg in there. Okay. A hard boiled egg or soft boiled egg, sorry, seven to eight minutes. On Got average. it. Okay. The noodles take four minutes, so I put a timer for three minutes. Beep. Add those noodles Add in. Add the noodles. After seven minutes, take everything out, mix with the soup base, peel my Leaky egg, greens? Throw in, well, gotta have green onion. So you just add everything on top again, once again. Well, the egg to me is very classic ramen, but that's a great I lunch thing. I think thing. I like soft boiled eggs. Okay. I don't like hard either. I think it's like scrambled. You're in trouble then, yeah. I know. I get ramen, I'm like, no egg. An and then everyone in the place turns and they're like, who is this bitch? And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone's like, I'll have her egg. Cheeseburger, no cheese. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly me. I don't want that. It okay. ruins it. Like, you know when people do egg porn? Mm-mm. You, oh my God, you're so not on social what? media. This has changed my life. Egg what? porn is like when you missing? have a photo or a video and you hit the egg like a oh. like a runny egg and, and the, the, the yolk fountain, just goes like, gold, do, 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 A do, golden do, shower, do. yeah. It doesn't do anything You don't me. like the flow. The Italians have a term called scarpetta. Okay. And it means to sweep. And you take your pasta or your bread, well, your breadstick oh. or whatever, and you, you sweep the sauce at the end of the meal. Oh, I do that with everything. Which is... I yeah, do that. It's a reason like for waking food. up. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's it have, is. It doesn't have to be just Italian, but they invented the word. So Scarpetta? Scarpetta, yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't know there was a word for that. So. I love that with crusty bread. With crusty bread and the egg yolks that are runny. Like is it like butter? You don't like that, so. I just, well, maybe I just need more experience. We have some fantastic eggs. We bought them. They're $9 a dozen. So do you if go to you, a farm? If you go to the Ralph's over here on 4th Street, you actually will find these heritage eggs Deep amber color yolks. Anyways. What is your favorite snack? Grapes are the best. Grapes are so underrated. They're so hydrating too. Are they? Yeah, very. They're yes. so water-based. You know that. They contain uh, polyphenols, which uh, are... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why we drink wine and not Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's healthy. Antioxidants, baby. If I'm motivated, I'll throw a smoothie together, like you were saying. It's a nice snack. I like those you're motivated. salty, vinegary, sea salt vinegar chips, of course, if I'm Those are the worst chips. So good. I do not understand. So, when kids ate right salt along, vinegar chips, right I was along. like, what is wrong with you? Are your parents uh, like... Do you like pickles? Okay, pickles have been a weird thing for me. In the past, no. 
it took me a long time to figure out that like they're cucumbers. Dill. Maybe. I don't know. Not the sweet if it comes like ones. on the side of a sandwich, I'll take a bite. You would have pickles as your favorite snack. You know what I pickles like? is actually really good for runners too because it has like the sodium element of it to like replenish your electrolytes. Sure. It's also hydrating. It's it's really good. Let's talk if Costco you right now. We've got yes. we've got some really nice snack worthy smoked salmon. Oh, okay. Just comes in a packet. I just dig in there. You know? Just eat some. Well, you have some like really good high quality snacks yeah these, that's like a nice source of protein right there you got your omegas well. we snack well you yeah. do owen's yeah. gonna grow to be big and strong yeah. you also have every kind of cereal at your house yeah which is also another good snack if you wanted to i go honey bunches of oats oh hell yeah with a bunch of bloobs on top oh bloobs for days yeah maybe some chopped bananas i was the oh yeah i'm a little lazy but I was thinking of changing my ratio, my ratio of yeah. bloobs, going like almost half of the bowl is blueberry. Oh, I like that. Which is, that's bold. It's bold, but I think it's something that people will follow. I think it's, it's yeah. It that will be, yeah. when I like post this or talk about it on my Instagram, that will be the photo that Ooh. I promote this podcast with. Okay, last thing. Okay. Five things you should have in your kitchen. Herbs. Herbs. <laughs> well, I mean the real live herbs, not the dried ones. Not the dried. Okay, yeah, that's actually it's good. Different flavor. That's good to um, clarify. It's a completely different flavor. Like that's why they don't really make dried parsley or dried basil. It's just not at all. Like flavor compounds are just changed when they're when they're True. dried. True, I could so, see like, that. Fresh basil is just a different experience. And yeah, you, it you is. You want that freshness. You could grow it in your kitchen too if you get mm-hmm. like a hydroponics kind of thing, or you have like a yeah. light. Or if you, you just get just have a light a decent amount of light, in. throw it by a window. Yeah. Don't we live near a dill bush? No. Unless, unless oh, it's do. a rosemary bush. Yeah, right. On the way to Tom's Which lunch. Which also... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell the story. Yeah. We're going to Tom's. He was making dinner. And Tom said, hey, do you mind grabbing some rosemary? There's a bush right outside my house. And I was like, excuse <laughs> no, me? No, equidistant between Oh, equidistant. Yeah. So it's a right very there. random spot. It's like two streets up. I had to describe the corner. You had to describe the corner. And also, I'm like, so you just went in front of this house and mm-hmm. picked off their bush? Yeah. I was scared I was going to be poisoned, but you know, flash forward, wasn't poisoned. It was actually rosemary and it tasted really good. It was actually rosemary. What'd you think it was? I don't know. Poison? I just sent you on this like death, like... How did you find it there? Every time I skateboard or ride my bike or do anything... It looks like a Christmas tree. I'm looking for Christmas tree looking things and I know that that's rosemary because I... Can you eat a Christmas tree? No, it's pine and I don't think you can really consume that. I think there's undigestibles in that so no don't do that i knew the answer to that but i just asked it anyway (laughs) sometimes i like can't control what i'm gonna ask it just comes out number Um, two your aromatics the aromatics yeah garlic garlic onion you gotta have your your supply of that at all times okay three a stock of some kind like a chicken stock oh how do you keep it long term freeze it freeze it Mm -hmm. and then how do you bring it back to life Bring it out of the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> I keep in mason jars. Oh, like serving size. Exactly. That's amazing. I know. What a tip. But I'm not going to lie to you. Do you put the it bouillon in? bouillon works too. Oh, like the In cube? a pinch? Yeah. I actually use the one that's like called not, it's called like not just bouillon or better than bouillon. It's called better than bouillon. Is that like better than butter or not just butter? Wait, what's Maybe. the butter? I can't believe it's not <laughs> No, different vibe, but... Um, Better than bouillon. Quality, and they roast all their bones and everything. It's a, it's a bone broth um, concentration. I always recommend that. When you're sautéing something, throw if you put a little bit of stock, it just like instant 
flavor and and the the moisture really like it gets soaked in. I'm I'm like I ate so much chili and it didn't even taste that good right before this and I'm getting hungry again. Okay, well, yeah, okay. You're I'm just saying stop you're making me hungry. Stop. You're doing good, like, yeah. So like, make us food. That's basically liquid flavor right there. So that was three. Okay, what's four? You're putting like I'm coming up with these. Rapid I know fire you're so good. Spot, I didn't even have spot. you prepare. I feel like I know what it would be. Uh, pepper and salt. I mean, oh, the seasoning. A good quality flake salt and good, like a flake salt. A nice grind on that pepper, mm-hmm. like big enough where you can actually taste the pepper. That thick grind. I put it at the beginning. I put it in the middle. I put it at the end to finish. And then number five is going to be like a really quality olive oil. I knew it. You knew it. I knew it. You okay. Knew it. Extra virgin. Yeah. Yeah. E E. Evil. Evil. I'm I'm like I ate so much chili and it didn't even taste that good right before this and I'm getting hungry again. Okay, well, yeah. Okay. Evo, evu. Extra virgin. E v o l. Evil. E v o o. Olive oil. Yeah, but it ends with an L. Whatever, Tom. Yeah. You're right, Evo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to be wrong. Anyway, Tom, I want to have you back on the podcast because you're just so full of knowledge. Huh. Like not only countries, right? But music. But also in the kitchen. And also just... Trial and error. That's all it is. A cool guy yourself. A cool dude. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, Appreciate man. It, dude. <laughs> Thanks for coming on to the Fuel Pod. Really? Wow. This I'm still working fun. on my outro. What do you think it should be? Whatever you just did was gold. What'd I say? I don't know. Welcome to the Fuel Pod? Yeah. We're leaving the Fuel Pod? Ew, it's starting to sound like a vessel. Yeah. It's creepy. I've never done a pod before, so this is cool. This Thank is really you. cool. Thanks You're for meant for the... You're made I for really the pod. I really appreciate it. I'll, t- I'll see you later this week. Uh, yeah. You did, did really good. Or them? Oh, I'm just trying to like do an outro and make it sound natural. <laughs> I don't know if that was an invite for me. <laughs> Goodbye, Tom. Bye, everyone.